Hey, thanks for tuning in to the You Got the Ron Dude podcast. This podcast is available in video version on YouTube and Spotify, and audio versions available on Anchor.fm and Apple Podcasts. This episode does contain some profanity, so please be advised. Alright, welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, You Got the Ron Dude. This episode is all about Clerks 3, uh, which is coming out next month. And I've got mixed feelings about it. A uh, big fan of the View Askew universe, but, you know, not all of them, not all the movies. So this one, I'm going to be talking about my concerns, my worries about the new movie. Um, what I'm looking forward to, because of course I'm going to see it, and probably in theaters, because Clerks 2 I didn't see in theaters, I don't think. That was such a long time ago, 2006, back in the MySpace days. But uh, I had my own ideas, because I thought that Dante would be more likely to have a heart attack, and I'll explain why. If you've seen the movies, it's pretty obvious, but um, I started writing some ideas down, I ended up writing a full-on screenplay finale for the movie, which I haven't seen because it's not even out yet, but I'll be reading that at the end. So yeah, check out the chapters because I'll be talking about a lot of different stuff. Uh, I hope you find it all really entertaining in that, and I'd love to hear from you, so leave some comments, feedback, and let's get right into it. Okay, so like I mentioned, it seems more likely that Dante would have a heart attack. Uh, Not only because his character is based off of Kevin Smith, but because, you know, he's got that kind of attitude, behavior, where you're like, of course he's going to have a heart attack. You know, he's not even supposed to be here today. But he gets very overwhelmed, very panicked in that. So why the role reversal, I'm wondering. And it's funny because before recording this, I was watching this cast interview on Cinema Blend on their YouTube, and the host mentioned the same thing. I was like, how about that? But I'm kind of confused because, I mean, yes, Randall works in, you know, a video store. I don't know if they're still selling VHS tapes, but wouldn't be surprised. So it's like, well, maybe he could help film the movie. But why have Dante, again, I know it's based on Kevin Smith. Um, He's told this story a lot about his heart attack. But uh, they didn't seem too confident on that show. When the host brought it up, like, it seems like Dante would have the heart attack. So what's going on? But um, with Randall, it's not like, you know, something out of character or anything, but it's just an... It's a very specific choice to give the heart attack to Randall. Like, he's freaking out, can't catch his breath. But, uh, in the screenplay that I wrote, the finale, um, Dante is the one who has the heart attack and wants to make a movie about his life so far. And Randall, you know, once Dante is experiencing the heart attack, Randall, you know, of course, he's just, he thinks he's being lazy and 
I'll get to that later on, but I think you'll really enjoy my version. But I'm curious, though, because at the same time, when you see the trailer, it's like, this could work. But are they going to explain why Randall has a heart attack? Was it just his health? Was he worried about something? And he's, Is he questioning his life like Dante did in the previous movies? So, uh, yeah, let me know what you think about that. So now on to the Metaclerks. Um, this concerns me because, you know, you look at Clerks and Clerks 2, they're very different movies. you got your same characters, your same locations for the most part. But with this new one, it's very meta. Like they're poking fun at themselves. And I'm worried, you know, it may not take you out of the movie necessarily. But all the jokes, just like in Jane Silent Bob reboot, which I'll talk more about later, it's kind of like, so they're aware, like they're making this movie, yet the first movie's based on Kevin Smith, his experiences. And now this character is making a movie about the same thing. And just like too meta. It's like it's not its own story necessarily. You're just relying on old punchlines and stuff. But I'm hoping I'm wrong because the meta thing could work because Kevin Smith is a very clever writer and it's great that everyone's back, but I'm just worried it won't stand out like Clerks 2 did. Clerks 2 is funny and, you know, towards the end emotional. Jane Silent Bob reboots got, it had me teary-eyed. I was like, this is too much. And that movie I'll talk about, I've only watched it once, I'll watch it again because I want to do a full review on it. But with this, I just, I wonder what's going to stand out in this. Is it the story? Is there going to be a moment? Are there going to be moments? Um, just poking fun at everything, like, you know, the line about the sequel, it's kind of like, huh. It seems like another movie making fun of the Clerks movies could do that and get away with it. But this, it's just too, I hate to say it, unoriginal. Because it's like, what are we going after here? We already know Kevin Smith, his heart attack story. So unless he changes something dramatically in this movie, it's kind of like, well, do you even need to see this movie? We know his story about making Clerks. But, yeah, just too meta, just from the trailer. And we're talking about, you know, maybe a two-hour movie. So, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping it works. Uh, just don't have it be too meta. You know, like you're looking at the camera and smirking and making wisecracks. But, yeah, let me know what you think. Oh my, this movie has been delayed for quite a while. It's always been like in the works, but my uh, previous podcast, it was called Ron Podcast. I actually updated the artwork for each episode. Uh, they're on my YouTube channel, Ron Jammin. And uh, 
I had a Clerks 3 episode from almost 10 years ago. And I was talking about the movie. And, you know, making movies. It's like the ideas, writing and stuff, you can be free and you can write whenever you want. But it's really the production and all that. And financing and such. But there were a lot of delays on this movie. Because they'd be like, oh, it's going to come out next year. Like, let's say that was 2014, 2015. And then other projects come up. Um, some people bail on the project. But I was thrilled when I heard. Because with me, it's like, just let me know when you're in production. Or even pre-production. You know? Because otherwise, it's like, how many interviews do you watch? And like, yeah, they've been talking about a sequel for a while. And uh, they're writing it. And it's like, no offense, I don't want to hear that. Let me know. Like, oh, we have a release date set. But uh, the delay on this one didn't bother me. I kind of expected it. And, you know, Clerks came out in 94. Clerks 2, 2006. And now 2022. And it's funny because, again, 2006, not that long ago, but social media-wise, a very long time ago. MySpace was popping. I remember the Clerks 2 page. You follow Kevin Smith. And that movie, you know, it didn't matter because sometimes you could argue, like, well, it should have come out a couple years after the first one. But it didn't matter at all because he just had a great story to tell. And with this one, from jumping from 2006 to 2022, I mean, in 2006, for you youngins out there, uh, we didn't have Twitter, didn't have Instagram, TikTok. Um, Facebook was, of course, around, because that started around, you know, kind of the same time as MySpace. MySpace was like 2003, Facebook started in 2004. But Facebook, when... Zuckerberg started it you know it was for college campuses for the students to connect and then once things fell apart with MySpace everyone just flocked over to Facebook but even that so I'm curious if there will be any like social media references in this new movie but you're talking about you know like 16 years from Clerks 2 to Clerks 3 but it's kind of like that's fine because Clerks 2 worked. And I'm hoping this one does. But I'm glad they got it made. But I'm curious. Uh, a little later I'll be talking about the uh, original script. The original story from Clerks 3. Because I'm kind of curious like. You know. What happened there. But I'll get more into it later. So tell me what you think about the delays. Did it bother you? Is it frustrating? Because you're like, when is this going to happen? Or are you just like, oh, it's fine. No worries. So let's talk about the trailer. Um, kind of underwhelming. Because if you follow Kevin Smith and you've listened to his podcasts, his interviews and such, the heart attack story, you're kind of like, well, he pretty much explained every detail. Um, the shots in the trailer weren't great. See, when you look at Clerks, you know, the black and white movie, 
pretty simplistic. Nothing really stands out. Clerks 2, I think we were kind of spoiled by the movie's colors because that movie looks great. I don't know if it was the purple and the yellow, but in this new one, yes, they are back at the quick stop and RST video, but the cinematography, you know, it was just the look of the movie. It's just nothing really stood out. The shots weren't blended together very well for a trailer. And... Yeah, it's underwhelming. If you didn't know his heart attack story, then I'm sure you'd be like, whoa, what? But uh, there's nothing really that drew me in because we already know the story of Kevin making clerks as well. So this movie, there's just nothing new. I mean, again, I'm hoping I'm wrong because the movie is about two hours. So there's a lot of stuff we don't see in the trailer. But I'm, of course, going to give it a chance. Because maybe the trailer isn't showing us everything. Maybe it's going to focus a lot on Dante and Becky and their kid. Because if it takes place in 2022, you know, Becky was pregnant in 2006's Clerks 2. So there could be a teenager. That could be a whole nother story. And maybe ties into him making the movie. Uh, Randall. But I know these aren't going to be like... I hate to even say this, but like visual masterpieces. But when you look at Clerks 2, it's like... That is a great looking movie. And even like the dance sequence. You look at those shots and it's like... This is Kevin Smith movie? But let me know what you think of the trailer. Um, did you laugh a lot? Was it visually astounding? Or were you kind of disappointed? And how does it compare to Clerks 2? And speaking of Dante and Becky, uh, it sounds like Rosario Dawson wasn't available much to shoot this movie. So I'm curious... Because Clerks 2 was about relationships. It was about theirs, and then Dante and Randall, their friendship, their brotherhood. And it was beautifully done. But in this one, I'm curious, are we going to see their kid, who would be a teenager by now? Uh, is any of the story going to focus on them? Are they going to be struggling with something? Are they going to be fighting about something? Um, I just, that relationship, Dante and Becky, was so beautifully displayed in Clerks 2. Because it's kind of out of nowhere, and then you're like, oh wow, they love each other. But I'm hoping we see a lot of Rosario in this movie. And But something tells me, when you see that shot of them in the trailer, and they're sitting watching the movie, I wonder if that's going to be like the final shot. And Because uh, I don't know, what do you think? Do you want to see more? You know about the relationship or you put a cap on that in Clerks too, because it's kind of like, well, they love each other and, you know, had a kid, which is really nice, really sweet. But I wonder if Kevin, if he wanted to explore the relationship more in this sequel, maybe based on his marriage or he's like, no, this isn't their story. This is all about, you know, Randall making the movie. 
But uh, I'm just glad that Becky's in it. Because I think they're they're just a great couple. But are we going to see the kid at all? And if so, what role will they play in the movie? If any. And today, earlier today, I watched the two clips that came out. Uh, the hospital clip. Um, I laughed at that. That was pretty funny. She's like, I'm just joking. But again, imagine Dante having the heart attack. Because I just... You figure, like, Randall would be laughing, you know, at the witch doctor. Where Dante is like, are you fucking serious? But, uh, still a funny clip. And then the dumbest idea clip, uh... I don't want to say boring, but again, just because of everything we know from watching the other movies, it's kind of like the meta thing. Um... It just... I mean, seeing it out of context, of course, but it just, for me, didn't do anything. You know, there was nothing really new. But, uh, yeah, the hospital clip, that was pretty funny. But, gosh, it just, for me, right now, it's like it would have worked so much better to have Dante on that hospital bed. And then Randall making some jokes in that, because he'd be laughing at the witch doctor. Him playing it straight, it's kind of like, huh, this is interesting. But let me know what you think. Uh, the two clips that came out, what do you make of them? Alright, the return of Elias. Uh, some pretty drastic wardrobe changes. They kept the trailer interesting because they're like, was that for the movie? Because when you see him working at the quick stop, he doesn't have the eyeliner and all that. And of course, he has to wear his work uniform. But it's just throughout the trailer, you're like, is he playing a character? What's going on? Um, that I'm curious about. Um, again, with the Cinema Blend, the YouTube interview with the cast, Dante and Randall... Obviously, Randall's hair looks better because it's short in real life. But you look at Dante's and you're like, in the movie, it just it doesn't look right. It looks like he's wearing a toupee. And then Randall's hair in the movie, you're kind of like, what happened with that? Because he's a lot thinner in that, but um, I got to say, they look better in real life. And... Let me know what you think, because in the trailer it's like, yeah, they're older than that, but it's just their hair. It's kind of like the production value went down. <laughs> just kind of a side note in that, but yeah, let me know what you think uh, with Elias. Because when he's talking to Randall after the heart attack, it's like, is he shopping there? What's going on? But I'm curious about his storyline. But it's great to see him again. So where is the Viewisk universe going? More spin-offs, sequels, TV shows, comics, animated series, reality shows. Because uh, last time I looked up Mallrats, the sequel, they were talking about calling it Mallbrats. And it's a live-action series, and it's like, huh, that might be a bit much for 
for the mall rats. Because the movie works about an hour and a half, maybe some change. But a series, I mean, I guess it just depends if we're having all new characters, you know, with new storylines and such. But then you look at uh, like the Clerks animated series and the comics, those do very well. With comics, you know, you don't have to worry about time and all that, time restraints. Um, TV shows, I definitely wouldn't rule those out, but as far as live action, it just depends because the movies seem to do really well for the most part. Uh, Spin-offs are interesting, but then you worry about like introducing so many new characters, kind of like in the 80s when they had the backdoor pilots for shows, they're trying to launch these new characters. But it just seems like we have so many characters already to work with. But let me know what you think. Spin-offs, sequels, TV shows, comics, animated series, uh, reality show, kind of like comic book men. Very entertaining, because if you have comics and toys in that, that genre, and just the banter between the guys and they do the podcast, um, that I really like. So maybe more about like behind the scenes and production, writing, stuff like that. Well, I like the tagline, too old for this shift. That's pretty clever. So far, the only clever thing I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I said it. They're not too old for this shift, just not prepared. This movie, it's just not original based on everything we know. You look at Clerks 2, and that's like a breath of fresh air, because you're like, oh, this is a, a true sequel. Or does he look at like the Hangover versus Hangover 2, Taken versus Taken 2, you're kind of like, oh, it's the same movie. They just swap things out. But with this one, it's just so meta. And we already know the stories. Because uh, next I'll be talking about the original concept story for Clerks 3. And it sounds like, I mean... From what I've read, it was more of an original approach rather than like poking fun, you know, at themselves. But yeah, definitely not too old for this shift, just not prepared and hopefully not a misfire. I'm hoping I'm really wrong about this movie because it could be great. But let me know what you think. And next, yeah, we're going to talk about, I'm actually going to read uh, an article about the original idea for Clerks 3. Okay, this is from thehollywoodreporter.com. Kevin Smith details plot of original script for Clerks 3. He said, mercifully, we never made it. Smith says he started thinking about another Clerks film after finishing the 2006 sequel. The beloved filmmaker is relieved that it's not based on his original script. It opened on the evening of Hurricane Sandy, he tells The Hollywood Reporter. Dante and Randall were locked in a jail because the original version of Clerks 3 was the opening of Jane Silent Bob reboot. 
where the cops come in and bust Jane Silent Bob. That's interesting. All of them were arrested, and there's an interrogation scene, and somebody comes in and says, we got to get them out and put them in cells because it's coming. And the guys are like, what's coming? They're calling it Sandy. They were locked in a cell all night, and they get out in the morning to find that the quick stop was destroyed by a flood. The convenience store casualty causes Randall to have a nervous breakdown, and in order to manage it, he heads to a movie theater to wait for a screening of Ranger Danger. The hitch? The film was not scheduled to open for another year. Randall then waits in line, and a crowd forms behind him. Like a weird movement, Smith continued. A village sprouts up in the parking lot of the movie theater. Randall builds a lean-to version of Quick Stop, like a bodega shanty version, and becomes the unofficial mayor of this town. It was a movie about dealing with grief. And Smith said the issue with that version of Clerks 3 was that if audiences saw it, they might think whoever made it had not seen the original 1994 cult classic. He said it was so far flung from Clerks, mercifully we never made it, and then suddenly I had the heart attack and was like, oh, that would be a good backbone for this movie. Yada yada... The new direction for this version of Clerks 3. But all in all, I'm still going to give this movie a chance. Of course, going to see it. Um, part of me is excited because it could be as great as Clerks 2, if not better. And, you know, again, with the trailer, it's like we're not seeing much of it. So I'm curious, is Randall surviving the heart attack, making the movie? Is that going to be the... The center, the focus of this film? Or are they going to branch out, try and set up some other sequels, spin-offs? Uh, the runtime, if you Google it, it's listed at an hour 55 minutes. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it's an hour 40. Hour 55, that does seem a bit long. Hour 40, I think that's what Clerks 2 is at. And I think that's with credits. But either way, that'll be interesting, because two-hour comedies can work, definitely. You look at all those ones that, like, Vince Vaughn did, you know, there's like two hours and some change. But let me know, do you plan to see it in theaters? Are you going to give it a chance, or the trailer just didn't draw you in? You know, have you already bought your tickets? Are you excited? But reach out, comment, let me know. And next, I'll be reading the screenplay that I wrote. The ending of Clerks 3 that I envision. And I swap, you know, the roles of Dante and Randall. So stay tuned for that. Alright, I'm excited about this. My screenplay finale for Clerks 3, which is yet to come out, but based on what we already know, like we know the heart attack story and then making the movie, um, I had like waves of ideas coming to my head and I just wrote them all down this morning and I didn't wait at all. And I think you'll enjoy it. I swapped the roles so Dante had the heart attack 
and wants to make a movie. And I think this works better character-wise. So I'm just going to read everything that I wrote. So I hope you enjoy it. This is the finale. So Dante, he's been worried about the sales during the pandemic and collapses in front of Randall, who calls him lazy for sleeping on the job. Because Randall has no idea that Dante is having a heart attack. And unlike Kevin, Dante hasn't been smoking at all, so he's feeling everything. Becky happens to stop in, and she's like, what the fuck? And kind of looks at Randall, glares at him, because he's just standing there. You know, he's got his arms folded, and Randall says Dante called him a porch monkey, so he knocked him out. And, you know, maybe he just like lightly kicks him a couple times, because he just has no idea what's going on. Uh, in the hospital, Dante again questions his life. Randall worries that he regrets buying the quick stop and reassures him things will get back to normal. Dante suddenly gets waves of ideas to make a movie about their lives, and he asks Randall to make it. Randall's like, I watch movies, I don't fucking make them. They enlist the aid of Elias, whom was overwhelmed with joy to help them. Banksy, Chaka King, played by Chris Rock, and Holden McNeil. Elias, who still lives at home, convinces his parents to finance the movie. Thanks to words by Randall. Turns out Dante and Bex maxed out their credit card after paying part of the hospital fees as well. When Randall is made aware that the Hicks are financing the project, that's Dante and Becky, he keeps quiet about the Grover's involvement. That's uh, Elias Grover, so his parents. We presume he's just going to pocket the money, but stay with me though because in the end it's kind of a sweet finale. Later, Elias happens to mention how his parents funded the project with Randall signaling for him to shut up because he didn't want Dante to find out. After wrapping on the film at the movie's location, which closed right before filming due to the pandemic, Dante is still furious at Randall. They exchange words inside the restaurant, kind of similar to the jail scene in Clerks 2. Not the same, but it's just these two guys. And it's not the same dialogue or anything. Uh, Randall reminds Dante of what they have now compared to when they worked at Boobies. Randall says, You ditched the broad who only offered you a temporary vacation for the one who gave you a home. You just wanted to leave. You thought that would solve your problems. Now look at you. You got a wife. A fucking awesome kid that I love teaching stuff to. We own the places we work at. We built a family here. He looks around. This place, I never thought we'd be back here. And look at what we're doing here. Making a fucking movie about our lives. Face it, Dante. You're never going to be happy with things no matter what. And Dante stares at him. But, there's nothing wrong with being content. Your kid is your second chance at changing things, 
you can't go back and do yourself. If you don't want her working at the quick stop, if that's not good enough for you, then make sure she goes to college. Heck, she could probably earn a living with her own YouTube channel. Whatever you're ashamed about, don't make her repeat it. This isn't going to be your only movie, Dante. Put all that stuff you hate into writing. Dante replies, It's funny, all those years I thought I should be doing something else. I had no idea I wanted to make movies. Becky enters. You guys okay? They share a moment. Randall raises his eyebrows in question. And Dante replies, Yeah, I think we are. Dante stands up and hugs Randall while Becky watches in joy. Then Dante recalls the money that Randall took from Elias' parents. He starts to strangle him. Randall easily thwarts him off. Easy, gonna give yourself another heart attack there, Shaka. Dante, what about all the money that Elias' parents gave you, Graves, huh? Randall rolls his eyes at Becky, who folds her arms. He reveals a wad of cash from his pocket. What, this? Dante... They gave you cash? Randall says, yeah, his mom even had it in pennies, but that's more rolling than even Jay is willing to do. So he puts the rubber-banded wad of bills in Dante's hand. He says, I already talked it over with them. You funded the movie, so this should cover the rest of your hospital bills. And Dante is overwhelmed while glancing over at Beck's. Oh, almost forgot. Randall reveals his phone. I started a GoFundMe for your future film projects. He shows the screen to Dante, who grasps his chest as he can't believe how much has been raised. Randall says, That was the goal amount, 37000 Becky's confused. Why 37? That's a pretty random number. Dante, hesitant, replies, it's an inside joke, Randall says, deep inside. The screen reveals that Lance Dowds donated $3 million. Dante says, Lance Dowds, the same one we know? Randall chuckles, yep, old pickle fucker. Dante, that's surprising. I didn't realize he was keeping tabs on us. Randall well, I may have DM'd him that I have a video of his pickling days, and he kindly donated a small amount to ensure it doesn't go public. Dante leans in closer to him so Becky won't hear. He says, Could you get more out of him? Randall, Not without a deal, but nah, there's no video, but keep reading. We see that Shaka's former assistant, played by Jamie Kennedy, whom is now Shaka's accountant, donated $5 million with the hashtag FuckShaka. <laughs> Dante loses feeling in his legs and sits down at the table behind him. Randall, as he puts his phone away, says, I've only seen you have that spark in your eyes a few times in your life. Her? He points to Bex. Your kid being born, 
and on that hospital bed when you got the idea to make a movie. Face it, Dante, you're a filmmaker. All you needed was an idea and, well, now a million, millions of dollars. Becky is thrilled with her hands covering her mouth. Her and Randall hug Dante, whom is still sitting with disbelief. Becky says, so what's next? Dante goes, well, golly. Randall repeats golly while shaking his head. Dante, well, Silent Bob is going to help me edit the movie together. Then we'll have to have screenings for everyone. Then make more edits. Oh, we're going to need a soundtrack. Then we hear a voice coming from the bathroom. Olaf. They all turn their heads to the bathroom. Randall goes, tell me you guys heard that too. The door swings open to reveal Jay, whom is standing and starting to take a piss. Dante goes, you know those toilets don't work, right? This place has been closed for a while. Jay glances down into the bowl. Randall goes, oh shit. Jay says, literally. They all exclaim, oh, you. Dante, so what is off? Jay, as he's zipping up, says, besides all this meta shit? They all roll their eyes. Silent Bob's cousin Olaf. He could take care of the music. Randall quietly makes a face while chanting, Berserker. Dante continues. Film festivals, we gotta travel for those. Promotion, marketing, shit. I'm not gonna have time to run the quick stop. There's just too much to do. He puts his hand on his chest. Randall goes, Jesus Spielberg, take it easy. Besides, I got the perfect candidate. Dante goes, what, Bex? She's doing all the paperwork for the store, at home with Harley. She cuts him off, and I'm going to be handling the delivery service for the quick stop. Dante glances at her in confusion. Oh, with this pandemic, I don't care if it's a pack of cigarettes or Chuli's gum, because no one's coming inside for a while. Randall and Jay laugh at that. <laughs> Dante realizes who Randall is thinking of. He dramatically rises from his seat. They kind of get Shakespearean here. The boy isn't ready. Not for this. Thy child has been trained for over a decade. The time has come. Jay says, not inside. Dante, what about your store? I'm going to need your help making more of these movies. And then we... Uh, fade to black and then we cut to a shot of a name badge that simply reads quick stop manager we zoom out to reveal Elias who puts on an old name badge just below it reading hi my name is Elias he and Dante shake hands Meanwhile, outside RST video, a customer is knocking on the door, trying to peek inside. It's well after opening hours, keep in mind. Silent Bob approaches from the side, smoking a cigarette. 
He shakes his head and rolls his eyes at the customer, you know, in agreement. Silent Bob says, Wasn't always like this. The customer kicks the door and exclaims, Fucking porch monkeys. Bob is taken back, stares into the camera, then shrugs. It's back. Cut to interior shot of RST video. We have some slow panning, kind of creepy shots of the store. Because we're like, what's going on in there? Is anybody in there? Cut to behind the counter where we find Jay lying down. His head against a pillow under the register. He's on his phone smoking a huge joint. Yeah, hi. Uh, I think I locked myself inside. Even the fucking customers can't get in. Oh, and who do you recommend for pussy trolls? We cut to a shot of Jay's imagination. Again, he's high. Smoking that 420. Uh, in which we see the infamous pillow pants standing in front of him, taunting him. And you remember in the documentary about Clerks 2, I think it was, where Kevin talks about uh, Jay, they made that kind of costume for him to be pillow pants. Imagine that. And then continued on the phone, No, madam, I ain't snoochin'. Back outside, Dante and Randall are in Dante's car, and they're just passing by. Um, they pull over in front of the stores. They're kind of across the street. And then we see a quick stop delivery vehicle turn into the parking lot. We reveal it's Justice. Uh, she has a red hat that reads, Need a quickie? She glances over at RST video to wave at Silent Bob, then notices the smoke that has started to emerge through the front door. She panics and reaches for her phone, calling 911. Hi, I got a fire at the RST video. Dante and Randall glance at Silent Bob as they are concerned. Because, you know, Dante is thinking, not again. He moves closer to the door and inhales heavily and shakes his head no at them, signaling it's weed smoke. Back to Justice. Okay, please hurry. I think fire spreads fast like an STD. Silent Bob gives an O-face. <laughs> she rushes to the door after hanging up. Jay, are you in there? And she's pounding on the door. If yes, then I hope you're okay. If no, then whomever is in there, please don't forget they offer monthly rental subscriptions. And, and then she stops because she's breathing in all that smoke. And suddenly is overwhelmed with a calming sensation. Meanwhile, Randall is chuckling. Dante, he looks at him. What? What's so funny? Randall notions to the scene. Come on, Dante. You should put that in a movie. And roll credits. So let me know what you think. I had so much fun writing that. And no real cameos per se. I just mentioned like, you know, Shaka and Lance and that. But I was like, that's a great way to incorporate their characters and Justice as well. Because if you've seen Jane Silent Bob reboots, um, I wanted to make sure continuity-wise, you know, this matched up in that. 
So I'm not saying they're in a relationship or anything, but she works at the quick stop. She's doing deliveries that uh, Becky started. And I was like, that's a great way to use her. And then Jane Silent Bob now run the RST video. And you got Elias over at the quick stop. And I was going to write uh, another kind of closer. So you see Elias behind the counter. And the guy comes in. He's like, you a smoker? You know, the Chewy's rep. But since Elias isn't, I was like, nah, I'll scrap that. But still wanted to let you know about it. But uh, yeah, leave some comments. Uh, let me know. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I'm definitely going to see Clerks 3. Give a full-on review of it. But I'd love to hear from you. And you know what to do. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, audio version, favorite, love, all that stuff. And stay tuned. And thank you very much for listening. I will see you next time.